Hey, it's Tim Farr here, your host of Between Alpha Omega, your founder. We are recording this episode April 4th, 2020, and we live in Missouri, St. Louis specifically, and we are under quarantine. So what you're about to hear is us doing the best that we can with sound. We are using a program called Discord, which is more for gamers to chat and talk, not to record podcasts. So you are going to hear a dip in quality. You are going to hear pauses. You are going to hear where the audio just completely cuts out or it doesn't sound as good. I did the best that I could with editing, but I wanted to put out a disclaimer that, hey, the audio can be kind of weird. And there's dogs barking. There's other sounds that are going on because we're quarantined at home. We're not in the live studio where we are given a a sound mixer with high-end microphones. So I just want you to take that into consideration. We are all doing the best that we can during this quarantine. Everyone is on edge, and you will hear that throughout the episode, that everyone is on edge dealing with the things that they're dealing with. And I hope that that you hear that, and I hope that you also understand that, and I also hope there's laughter during this episode because ultimately the show goes on and we are here to entertain you and to have lively discussions about what we're having so just know that i love you and here's the episode welcome to between alpha and omega and do we have a jam-packed show for you drew and curtis are here i mean i'm here in person yes live in the studio curtis is standing mere six feet away from me or sitting sitting. it's going to be one of those shows i can already feel it and we have Drew quarantined in his house. Drew, how are you doing? Excellent. Excellent. Love the d- yeah. sound delay. Also, there's moose in the background. Cameo by moose. Might have moose cameos throughout moose the entire cameo. episode. So, <laughs> to explain how this show's going to work, is Curtis and I are actually sitting here. Perfect timing. <laughs> <laughs> going to leave all of this in the show. Curtis and I are actually live in the studio. Drew is on Discord, and we have other people here. You've already heard one voice. So please introduce yourself, Schaefer. Hi, I'm Schaefer. I'm Drew's wife. Slash baby mama. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) I'm pregnant. I'm pregnant. pregnant. Yes. Uh, What else do you want to know? Well. You you tell me. (laughs) I will tell you. So what, what is your general background, and who are you? What do you do for work, I guess? So general background, I was homeschooled, and then I went to the community college, uh, worked really hard at the community college, got a full ride to a private university, uh, got a degree from there, and then went out into the workforce and really hated it. Fair, Um, fair. So I went back to school for sign language, and I thought I wanted to be an interpreter, but I didn't, so I ended up working for the school so i work for st louis community college which is a bomb ass college to work for yeah, work yeah for them. it's pretty good good people I work for the Merrimack campus okay and, uh, really good people really good team very thankful to have a job that i can work at home and we can both make an income just being at the house so that's lovely that is lovely so you have two degrees did i hear that right technically three so Ooh. i have two associates degrees and a bachelor's degree what are your associates then General transfer studies is one, and the other one is deaf communication studies. And for my bachelor's, it was 
speech communications. So a lot of communications related things, even though despite how I'm doing right now, I typically can't communicate. So. <laughs> <laughs> we'll give it a try. Give it a try. So how did you and Drew meet? I guess we, I can go there. Ooh. No, you should introduce Nick and maybe he could tell you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's all just a rabbit hole. It's all I went to the community college, worked with his mom. Nick went to the community college and was an ambassador with me. Yeah. And I mean, it was just, I mean, it was a lot of social networking, I believe. I don't want to take over from you, Schaefer, but. No, I agree. I think that's the basic, like, waterfall effect of what happened there. Exactly. Okay. No, yeah. The connections that we all made with each other. Connecting. Went to different marriages Connecting. and scholarships and friendships. So. Officially, the first time we met was at. Susan Whitaker's, Whitaker's Pizza. And I probably yeah. got pizza on my pants. I think Drew did too, so. <laughs> I, I get pizza on everything. Uh, pizza pants? But we uh, we went there, and she walked through the door. I was like, dang, who is that? And uh, I like found out not too long later that she was, dang, can't do anything about that. And so I... I quote unquote waited <laughs> to see if anything would happen. Not it really, did. though. But I broke it off. Hey. Spectacular human. It just didn't work out. Yeah. So. And then I decided to kind of ask her out on a date. <laughs> kind of. Yeah. It like we went to the Wildwood Barbecue Bash together. Chris I was, was there. there. Yeah. So was That's I. Right. I have oh, a picture right. of you guys on my camera feed. Yep. Oh, of the both of us? I know you have one of me. It might just be you. Uh, yeah, but... the one picture I have in my camera feed is actually just of Schaefer. Yeah, I know that there is. A, that I know that there is a picture of both of you in front of that cam- uh, in front of that same truck, I believe. Huh? Send it to us. I don't think I've seen that. I can't. I didn't promise that I have it. <laughs> I just, oh, I'm just. i pretty see. sure that I saw it. It exists in the universe. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure it's just out exists. there somewhere. I thought I saw it. Okay. But at that at the barbecue bash, which for those of you from not not from the St. Louis area, uh, basically just a bunch of uh, restaurants and vendors get together and um, they serve food. And it, it do part of the proceeds go somewhere? Shave? Not that I know of. No. Oh, okay. Well, the the city of Wildwood just gets a bunch of. If I thought about it, I know it actually goes to a good cause because I thought it was one of yeah, one yeah. of the vendor. Yeah, one of the vendors that's there is Charlotte's Rib. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And Tim and I yeah. both work there. Yep. And I, from talking to them, I think the proceeds do actually go to something, go to a good cause. I just don't remember yep. off the top of my head what it's for it's a good cause i stand by it <laughs> i stand by eating food yeah i 100 yeah. percent stand by eating food but like also whatever cause it is we might update y'all in the future about what it is <laughs> i've been this. friends basically come since to st louis that... for the wildwood barbecue bash and support yeah. that cause <laughs> we have months hey, maybe years until that happens sponsor this podcast barbecue yeah. people yeah <laughs> St. Louis Barbecue sponsor this podcast. Yes, you were saying, Drew. So I was, I was just saying that. So since Schaefer and I met, we've like been friends for the most part. Like we didn't yeah. see each other all that often, but uh, we've been friends. And then I invited her to this barbecue bash, and then she dumped like three years of 
stuff that she never told me before on one of the shuttle buses that was one of the school buses from the parking lot to uh, <laughs> the actual area where they're having all the food and stuff. And then uh, yeah. I guess the rest is just kind of history. I mean. And you told me you were not ready to date. Yeah, at that moment I did. So I was like, huh, he seems interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> like well, I was already dating like multiple guys <laughs> that year. Yes. <laughs> so, wow. He, it's true. Uh, when he went to talk with my friend Rachel to say, hey, like, is this worth pursuing? She's like, well, if you're going to do it, you should do it now because uh, she's got other. Excuse me. <laughs> Bless you. Schaefer's all being romantic <laughs> and talking about her dating. and then... No, like. <laughs> yeah, I was, yeah, actually dating one other guy at the same time as. Drew. She realized he was a piece of shit. He is not a piece <laughs> of shit. He's a lovely human. But uh, I was better. But he I bested him. It's true. For superior for me. Oh good. Yeah. Good. I'm glad it all worked out. Fast forward to you guys baby making. So Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good old yep. baby making. Good old Do baby. Doing October. Bound brown. Yeah, the chicken. Baby. The Brown. demon baby of 2020. Cow. Oh, my God. Because <laughs> it's going to happen on Halloween. And oh, the virus. Yeah, like, it's, it's probably the Antichrist. Yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm sorry to break it to you guys. You're incubating kid, so. the demon <laughs> baby. <laughs> Are you going to name your child Damien now? <laughs> um, If it's born on Halloween, you have to. <laughs> Damien? What's that reference? The omen. It's the demon baby. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Just, no. 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 Kabosh. Kabosh. We, we shouldn't have told her that. It was like, Damien's a really good name. Really wholesome. Uh, no. I ain't doing it. We have names picked out. Yep. Forrest and Axel. <laughs> well, that's the... Forrest Axel for the boy. Yeah. For the that's girl. the only one I've heard, so... Autumn Jade for a girl. Autumn Jade. Yeah, I think you mentioned that uh, in episode six, Drew. Right? If I... Sounds about Autumn right. Jade are really like just against each other. Autumn is all like browns and reds. Jade is green. I know. Vibrant green. Yep. We'll see. I like the contrast. Well, we'd want to call her AJ. Yeah. That's kind of the whole. That's a big deal. Premise call her behind. what? AJ. Autumn Jade. AJ. Yeah, you're cutting out a little bit. That's Discord. It's fine. Yeah, you guys have been too. AJ, I mean, as Autumn long as, Jade. As long as on the recording, we're fine. So no, we'll find out if, if we hear the <laughs> gaps. If we hear the gaps, we're gonna do our best to like. Can you reiterate that? All right. Anything else you want to add, Schaefer? Uh, no. I'm sure I'll add different things throughout, or maybe I'll just be quiet in the corner. You are the first female to be on the podcast. That's true. Hey. But I think at this point we also have an another unspoken party on the podcast well he's actually been talking this entire time he has but no one knows who he is i do yeah we know i'm just a mystery man (laughs) the mystery man (laughs) the other voice you hear is the lore master of the podcast the lore master himself the lord master himself we got him on nick urban nurbin say hello nurbin hello everyone yes Nick has been discussed multiple times on the podcast. He has shown up multiple times. You probably need to add a counter of how many times we've actually talked about you. Because I hate that I guy. think I think we're at 18 <laughs> right now. 18. Fair, fair. 
<laughs> we'll have a Wikipedia page up where Nick is going to edit all of the lore of the podcast. It's true. <laughs> I've already got it in the works, so. It's true. Have you posted yet? Or just no, like. Not yet. No. So it sounds like you're a less productive guy than me as the stoner. Just, just calling it out. Hey, I mean, I still have to work not from home, so... Hey, I'm going to the office next week, so go fuck yourself. (laughs) Already anger. So, Nick, what do you do? Uh, I am a meat manager for Fresh Time Farmer's Market. He knows all about that meat. I'm a meat master, all right? (laughs) The meat meat master. No, meat masters is schnooks. No, no, no. no. I I took that as my own personal title. What What is Fresh Time's meat? department guy it's all about sausage what is yeah Fresh times meat department guy <laughs> yeah do they call you anything in particular is what tim is asking my master oh master no they do not have any uh nicknames for meat guys in in fresh time yet yet sounds like you have a higher color than there. sausage rollers <laughs> So, hey, we, we make our own made, homemade sausage, so... I know we, you do. We like to fling our meat, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> so, Nick, what wait, do you... Wait, Jesus is also a guest star on the show today? And welcoming here from... <laughs> uh, Jesus is always sitting. Jesus is always present. Uh, I think Leave he... room for Jesus, okay? It's <laughs> true. So, Nick, what is your background? Um... So I'll start with how I know everyone here. Well, yeah, it's sure. been mentioned before. Uh, Drew is my cousin. Uh, I met Tim and Curtis at church. Uh, I think I was in eighth grade. Something like that. Yeah, you were middle schoolish. Yeah. And so that's how me and Tim and Curtis uh, all became friends. And then I knew Schaefer, same as Curtis was saying earlier, uh, met at now, the community now, college. Now, Nick, I don't think all of that is entirely true. Because you haven't really said what our relationship is to each other. Oh, well, so, and this is this is true facts. Uh, me true and Curtis are actually facts. Spawn twins. We're Spawn twins. Uh. So, uh, there is everyone actual, always, everyone there always is asks, actual well, Curtis picture. is older than you. How can you be twins? No, 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 no. Uh, there is actual picture evidence of how oh, my mother found me on a log. Nick's yep. mother found him on a rock. And we were separated at birth. Let's not discuss the age not, differences not birth at spawn we were separated at spawn we're, okay you're mm. you're right you're right we were separated at spawn so like to say that i'm older than you is just an ambiguous title you were clearly out in the woods way longer than i was well there's just this weird black hole vortex thing and you know space time no 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 no, no 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 don't don't be humble oh my gosh guys <laughs> don't be humble your baby self was much more capable of surviving in the woods than me, so you were found it's true. much later. I survived on that rock for a whole year before I was found. <sighs> a year plus. That explains a lot. <laughs> There's a lot of Nick lore that explains a lot, actually. Well, I'm also the man of many names. Uh, I think Jackson had a list that was like over 100 nicknames for me, so... Yeah, I've given you a few. Norval Neubenbacher. <laughs> That's one of my favorites. <laughs> I'm partial to Nerbo. I also really like Noptimus Prime. Noptimus Prime, yep. You just have the perfect name to, like, you know, the whole new. Well, it's the combination of first and last name. Yes. Because I have a friend, uh, 
Nick remembers him. I don't think anyone else here has met him. His name was Daniel Gusman. For the <laughs> longest time, he actually thought Nick's real actual name was Nurbin. I mean, it is. No, like legal name. No, it was is. Was Nurbin. We changed it. Nurbin? <laughs> well, you know, well, uh, Ryan, he introduced me as Nurbin, and he will tell everyone that that is my actual name every time, <laughs> so I can see how it can get confusing. I mean, that is your actual name. <laughs> See, even Tim still believes that's my actual name. See, yeah. <laughs> even though I introduced you as Nick Urban, it's fine. I, that's just legal formalities. Legal formalities. So, <laughs> what is your real background? How we all met is at that tiny little church that will will Rural remain remain nameless. Yes, churches remain nameless here. Just gotta reiterate that. Yes. Noted. I've noticed. Yeah. Well, I don't want to get sued by a church. Especially when I talk bad about it. Hey, but I heard that they're actually being considered businesses right now, so maybe they'll pay taxes soon. Uh, doubtful. <laughs> well, it's a nonprofit organization; shouldn't have to pay taxes, and they're a nonprofit organization. Any oh. any nonprofit. If I tell made, that to Jo, if I can make a between Alpha and Megan a nonprofit, I wouldn't have to pay taxes. It's you, fine. Sh- you should probably do that. But I probably. Should. But the proceeds are supposed to go towards widows and the homeless, and they do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Well, there's a small percentage. You know, I worked for a church, and there was a small percentage that was to that, but you also Just have to pay. Just enough to stay in terms. I know how it works. Oh, Curtis. I, I know about the business world, okay? <laughs> I do, too. Nick, what is your background? So I did a little bit of college, uh, community college. School wasn't really for me, so I started working at Schnooks when I was 18 as a part-time job. He also did uh, a lot of... Uh, the barstool economics and training, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, I jumped around quite a bit, but my uh, from 18 up until now, it's been mostly either grocery store work or working at a restaurant. So not to downplay this, hands right. down, uh, Nick Nick is the best cook that I know. No, thank you. I didn't know that that's true. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, um, like, like I mean, so I, cool. I. I will separate that from your parents, and I'm just going to clump it all together. Like, if I go to you and your parents' house, I know that I'm going to get the best, best meal of my life. It is good the, every time. Every yeah. time. Uh, we, you know, we do it right. We keep it simple, but always tastes great. It's true. You always taste great. Ooh. <laughs> A little provocative right there. <laughs> So, Tim's Tim's getting a little uh, little out there with all the uh, self isolation. Curtis, you getting jealous, bro? <laughs> I don't know jealousy. Because you guys please. do sleep together. Oh God! Let's <laughs> <laughs> not start that again. <laughs> uh, that's also being tracked. Just so you know. Good, good, uh, perfect. I can't wait to do the follow up episode, the lore show, or something. <laughs> Where like either of us get married and. No, that's never going to happen, Curtis. Uh, that's probably true. <laughs> <laughs> like we are Batman. perpetual bachelors now. Yes. Forever hey man, single. Sometimes it's, uh, it's the life that people want to live. So That's true. There was something I was going to... Oh, Nick has lived with me twice now. We're working on the third time. It's it's going to happen. Uh, I don't Coming like up. that that Tyler has actually um, one up to me and has moved back twice to live with you three times. So I've got to you know get back in the, the fold. Yeah. But at the same time, Tyler has kind of moved out this is true tyler is with his boyfriend in arkansas and has been this entire time and tim has been taking care of his fish kind of 
<laughs> I've forgotten a couple times. Is the fish dead? No, it's alive. But the problem <laughs> is the pump, his fish tank pump, is not pumping any water. So it's just going to be stagnant water. Uh, mm. You just, you know, take a couple cupfuls out at a time and then just dump a couple new cupfuls in. You'll be fine. Yeah, I guess I could start doing that. So in typical Schaefer fashion, she has gone to the kitchen and grabbed a nectarine. A nectarine. She's going to leave Sorry. the peelings on the desk? And uh, she's going to eat it. So if you hear mushy, gross, wet noises, Schaefer's eating a peach. Cool. If you hear it, let me know, and I will stop. Drew, I'm not going to lie. That's a pretty good cover for you guys trying to make another baby so soon. <laughs> Ooh, good one. I don't get it. They want to they wanna do some baby making <laughs> on the podcast. Podcast first. I don't like Made that. Made babies. <laughs> I don't like that at all. One of these days, you guys are going to have to do a podcast where everyone's actually doing something else, but we're just kind of talking in the podcast. Why? So, you know, like I'll put my grill that together. terrible. Uh, <laughs> no, we, don't, we just need to have the grill built. Like, it just needs to be its own. Oh, this okay. is going to be the longest and... episode ever. We haven't even There's really gotten screw. to the intros. Yeah, <laughs> yeah building furniture out. on a podcast, that would be terrible. <laughs> like having well, to explain the directions and what you're doing. It's like, now we don't have video to show you this, but I'm pretty <laughs> but... good at describing stuff. <laughs> just, just trust me, I built a desk. Just, <laughs> you're going to have to go with me on this one. <laughs> oh, jeez. So, how's everyone doing? This is uh, the quarantine edition of the podcast. We're all scattered. We're all kind of doing stuff. I guess really poignantly, Nick, who is on the front lines of seeing this, he does work for a grocery store. So I'm kind of more interested, not that you guys, you know, I'm not interested in what you guys are, but it is kind of fascinating that we do have someone on the podcast who is seeing this firsthand at a grocery store and all the craziness. Nick, you want to talk about that a little bit? Well, hold on. With all due respect, because I feel like Nick is going to have the most to talk about on this. Um, you want me to go last? I think you should go last on just like how everyone's previous week has gone. Because I know that you're going to be able to go on for a while. I know I have stuff that I want to talk about in this past week. I don't know what Drew and Shaper have. But I know that you're going to have a ton of insight and... I would prefer to be undershadowed by the fact that you are actually talking about what's going on in the real world. That is totally okay with me. Well, thanks for ruining the show, Curtis. <laughs> hey, co-hosting here, co-hosting here, you didn't tell me anything about what we were doing, so actively just trying to redirect. That's fine. That's fine. We'll uh, shift then. Drew. Just edit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, time. <laughs> I'm still working from home. Yes. What? So what? what kind of explain what you do and how you're working from home. So I am a motion graphic designer for a what I would call online learning center. We provide primarily training video to companies uh, for their employees and. A lot of our stuff is like viewed mobily, not really at you know at a desk or whatever. A lot of stuff, or a lot of people are are viewing our videos um, mobily, and I do the graphics that supplement. With, and there's my dog. <laughs> Moose um, cameo. I do the graphics that supplement with the video itself, 
And so basically um, these last three weeks, I've been putting together my graphics and my animations and we're having my video shoot next week. Uh, so I have to go into the office, but it's legal since it's less than 10 people getting together. Right. So, yeah, I mean, that's really what all I do. And Schaefer and I have tried staying inside as much as possible to avoid, you know, getting infected or anything, especially now that Schaefer's pregnant. We don't want to uh, put ourselves in any more risk than we have to. So we've gone out a few times to get like groceries and uh, and whatnot. Really, that's been it. Um, I'm certainly tired of it. So. <laughs> For sure. Has it only been three weeks since this whole thing started? Say that one more time. Has it been three weeks with the quarantine? So I, I have been working at home three weeks now. Yeah, you have. Okay. It's been two weeks for most. Yes. I uh, don't work from home. <laughs> I know you don't, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and Schaefer, you were already working at home, weren't you? No, I was working at the community college, uh, but now I'm working at home. And it happened for two weeks. Okay. So, yeah. And it's a lot of answering emails. And we had general admissions for the summer and the fall. They're still going up. to go ahead with summer. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, and right now, uh, there's no changes. But I have a feeling that might change. Um, I mean, that's not official. That's just my, my theory. And you're at Merrimack, correct? I am. Yeah, okay. I work part-time in admissions. So. I'm not as familiar with the summer admissions at Merrimack as I am with the summer admissions in Wildwood. I know that Wildwood yeah. could probably handle it pretty well based on the summer classes I took there. It was generally low population. I, right. imagine I think most classes, classes were what, like maybe a maximum of like 10 people? Pretty much what I experienced, yeah. And I, I don't know anything about summer classes at Merrimack. Never took one. But I would imagine it's probably the same speed. There's a much lower enrollment, and so it's less concerning. But it's still even bringing yeah. in, like, 10 people into a room is still alarming. So I would imagine that at some point there's going to be some changes in consideration, probably more distance learning courses for the summer. Yeah, right now it's remote for the spring. They moved everything online. They extended spring break so they could figure stuff out, and then... They moved everything online, which complicated a lot of things for them to do that. But we're dealing with it. It's a I have to say that I I am so. very glad that I do not work for the college right now. It's it's complicated because some of our roles overlapped, and so um, a lot of what we do marketing does as well. And then we work directly with enrollment services, and so there's a lot of blended stuff. And so we're all redefining our roles. And then I was pretty new. I did work for the Wildwood campus for three and a half years before I worked for the Merrimack campus. So yeah, <laughs> I'm still learning. Yeah. There's a whole lot of making but, up things on the fly from what I've gathered. Yeah. Essentially they're, they're kind of making up the rules as they go while trying to keep with uh, FERPA laws and trying to keep students first, basically. So. Right. And I mean, that's, pretty much everyone right now right i know that's Keeping at least the customer how my, or the student first yeah i think that's a lot of how my work is trying to operate like we want to make sure that we're continuing to operate but we want to make sure that everyone's staying healthy at the same time 
it seems frustrating, but in order for the economy to continue thriving, at least in some small part, like we have to make sure we're all still going to work and just keeping social distancing and trying to be conscientious of if we are feeling well, how other other people are feeling. And, you know, even if we don't feel the symptoms, not spreading it on to others. Right. For sure. There's a lot of businesses that are just making up things. I Just driving down our main road, you can see all the restaurants saying, hey, we're open, call us for delivery or call us for carryout, like just stuff you'd never saw. Yeah, before. exactly. Like major businesses, people like people who would go in and dine in and out all the time, they're like, hey, we're still open. Please don't come in and dine with us, but we absolutely still want to serve you dinner. And that's like a perfect example of the restaurant industry just figuring out how to adjust to a total, total sideswipe on the economy. It's true. This whole thing has just been chaotic and bizarre. Um, so, Curtis, you've been teleworking. Mm-hmm. I've been teleworking, or uh, teleworking, rather. And, <laughs> Tim, you and I generally have both been home for the past two weeks. I'll get into my stuff yeah. later. I, I mean, that's totally fair. Like, just being together i've noticed <laughs> i like it tim i don't like being around you all the time uh, that's fair it, it gets old yeah uh i kind of do at this point look forward to getting back into the office despite like so our office is actually and the entire company is actually doing a 50 50 split where half the people are working and half the people are working from home so when i go in i will actually still be isolated uh, I think the closest person to me will be in the next pod. So we will not actually have any actual contact with each other. The chances of us breathing on each other are very slim. So I feel pretty secure in that. I do like working from home. I feel like I'm much more productive home than I am at work. That's fair. Are you going to wear a mask when you go? No. Okay. You can't even find one, but yeah. You can wear a bandana. I, I, you can make them, too. I went to the gas, or no, no, not the gas station. I went to the grocery store like two days ago, and people were wearing bandanas. And like my first thought, I was like, that old lady is going to rob the shit out of this grocery store. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> yeah. So... Uh, Without saying what I do, because I do work for a federal government agency that has uh, letters and an acronym, and I'm not a spy, um, we do 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 do. That's cover. He is we a do do. We do do. We are the government. We do do a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Part of my job is very vital for a certain group of people, veterans in particular, and we have to do it or else these veterans won't get certain things. I'm being vague as possible. So my work has been completely shut down except for emergencies and burials, pretty much. Which burials are happening all the time, every day. So we have to get the veteran his information or get the family the information so we can get these people into a national cemetery or get them benefits if they need it right away, if there's a medical emergency, or et cetera. So my facility is completely closed aside from about 10 people that show up to work, which is really daunting when the facility can hold about a thousand people and I'm one of 10 people 
strolling in. It really feels like the apocalypse in my building right now. Like everyone's dead and I'm the only one showing up. So it's been weird. At first, they're just making up policies and going whether or not we're going to close. They're going to do, you've listened to episode six where I was incredibly frustrated because they weren't going to do anything. It was going to be shift work. Half of the population shows up the first half, second half shows up uh, the second half of the day. And that was really frustrating. So eventually when I walked in Monday after the weekend, uh, they shut us completely down where now it's only 10 people showing up and I volunteered to do that. So I do go in and work one to two days a week and I will be teleworking quotes because uh, part of my job requires personal identification information and holding documents that aren't owned by us but by the DOD and so I can't take anything home with me so they're doing like training and stuff at home that I will be doing an email and kind of forum activity so it's been weird and strange for me to be at home and it feels like a vacation but again it doesn't and I'm still going in the office one or two days a week and doing my job and it's incredibly weird huh. yeah it, it is strange there's no one there even all the bosses and people in DC are just making things up as they go because who could have guessed this would have happened so right policies are just being written left and right and knee-jerk reactions and there was a whole lot of I don't know <laughs> and making stuff up as we go and yeah I'm adjusting and uh, I really screwed myself I went in yesterday Friday and I've been staying up late and playing video games and <laughs> doing stuff like that and I'm a night owl anyway so I can stay up until 1 or 2 in the morning and not even blink. And then I've been doing that and then have to waking up, wake up at you know 5 a.m. I literally did not sleep Thursday night into Friday morning. No sleep at all. I, I heard you. I love those shifts. They're the best. Oh, my gosh. I, I didn't sleep because I couldn't sleep. I was kind of nervous about going into work and then my sleep schedule was right. all messed up. So I didn't sleep at all. And then I got home and kind of crashed and then slept pretty good. Friday night yeah. into Saturday today. I even took a nap because I'm just, I'm wiped out. <laughs> I'm tired. <Right. laughs> so now I have to force a policy on myself where I, you know, wake up at a certain time just to stay in the groove of things. And For be sure. more, right. more productive in my life instead of not doing anything and then staying up until one o'clock. I mean, that is kind of been beneficial for me for the fact that I still have to clock in at 8 a.m. despite working from home. It makes me still, I'm admittedly a bit lazier about it because I'll wake up at like 7.30, make a cup of coffee, and then open up my laptop and log in. But yeah, like making sure that we're still waking up in the morning, that's probably a very big thing for those that are essential or even the ones that are not essential in working from home. Right. <clears throat> sure. Always trying to have a schedule. Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to set an alarm to actually wake up in the morning. We're supposed to clock in, but there's no way of tracking it. Right. Good. So, <laughs> so like you wake up, you send a text message to your supervisor. I'm online. Go back to sleep for two hours. That's <laughs> pretty much how things are going. <laughs> like I have to have a daily communication with my direct supervisor at 930. 
He just has an automated test go, text go out. He doesn't actually even wake up <laughs> for it anymore. He's not even awake for it. No. He's sleeping until noon. He's been out to the strip clubs until <laughs> 6 a.m. No, not at all. Well, the strip clubs are still open? What? Actually, I did hear, that's a speculation and rumor, but I did hear that strippers are now on delivery. So there you go. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, your your strip club has takeout. <laughs> Where did you hear this? <laughs> on, on Reddit. <laughs> Apparently, a lot of strip clubs are. Reddit, right. Okay. A lot of strip there clubs are. There have not been strippers at the house. Thank you very much. Okay, no. let's be clear on that. That would be a premium service. Like, you'd probably pay out the nose for that. That's what I'm saying. Uh, <laughs> oh, it's so, like, a, I don't know. They're, like, they're kind of cheap I, right like, now because, you know, they don't whole, have jobs. This like, rabbit so. hole that I'm going into is, like, there's takeout on strippers, so like, is it is it just like they come to your car, they dance in your lap, and then they go back inside? Or? I, I, I don't know. Okay, I, I don't know yeah. if it's social distancing, six feet apart. So they, <laughs> so they just dance in front of your car, and then they go back inside. I don't know if it's curbside takeout or if they come to your house. I, I don't know. I didn't read the article that well. Ah, oh, jeez, what a world we live in. Where strip clubs are like, hey, I got an idea. Hey, so <laughs> curbside delivery, right? They just have strippers on the side, <laughs> on the side of the road, just like dancing. Through the window. <laughs> through, the window. <laughs> through the window. That's what it is. Um, they opened up a whole glass pane windows. Oh, my God. Perfect. Perfect. No, awful, gross. So, yeah. Nick, it's your turn to talk about quarantine. Yeah, Nick, you're a frontline mission essential person at a grocery store. I am. Um, And I'll tell you what, like when this first all started, work was absolutely insane. I'm sure you have stories. We had record sales for like a week straight, you know, um, and it would be like, not even like, oh, you know, we beat yesterday by like a thousand. It was like, Oh, we beat yesterday by like 5,000. Oh, now we beat it by 10,000. Oh, we beat it by 15,000. I mean, like, it's been crazy. After the quarantine, we had one last big rush, uh, or the, the, you know, the quarantining and all that kind of stuff. Um, and we've kind of mellowed out a little bit, which definitely has helped us in business because we were getting absolutely ravaged. I worked. 48 hours one week and then i worked over 50 hours the next week i've only had four days off in the last month jeez dude and that's not to mention you know people calling in sick or having other issues and right have you seen a lot of panic buying oh at first for sure i mean like people came in and they would just we have a thing that that uh tracks the average grocery cart like how much money they spent and so like a good average you could look at you know, like, yeah, 50 bucks is pretty good. 50 bucks is actually really good. You know, we, for like three or four days straight, we had an average grocery cart of like $150. Jeez. Yeah, mm-hmm. people were coming out and buying three, four, five times the amount of stuff. We had to put limits on everything. Um, and it got to the point where it was like, you can grab like three packs of meat and that's it. Yeah, our, because our, our grocery store down the street has implemented that policy as well. Now that we've kind of like mellowed out and things are kind of getting a little bit back to like a, a normal rhythm, you know, I've, I've taken off those those limit quantities. But if, you know, it was like every time the governor came out and gave a, a press conference over something or, you know, 
started talking about something, everyone freaked out and ran to the grocery store. Of course they do. Mm-hmm. So is it kind of like when winter happens and everyone buys milk and bread, or is it way bigger than that? Uh, they were buying anything they could get a hold of. I mean, like I was even selling flaming yon steaks and lobster tails like crazy because people were like, well, I guess this is going to be my last meal. And I'm like, <laughs> wow, people like <laughs> quarantine lobster tail. I've been waiting for like the premium lobster tail stuff to come way down in price before I buy it. Don't get me wrong. I've been looking at it, <laughs> but I don't want to pay full price for it. I'm waiting for all the meat to be out. And they're like, well, we got to sell this somehow. So half price on lobster tail. Uh, I, I think at this point we're, we're not going to hit that. Sorry, Curtis. Well, that's just your company. There are other stores that might break. Uh, well, the thing is, is you probably have like in the entire like Northwest region, you probably have about three or four major suppliers sure, this for is all the grocery Midwest. stores. This is the Midwest. But it, like, sorry, uh, I'm in the Northwest region <laughs> of fresh time. So yeah, but like the Midwest, you, you probably have three or four major suppliers for everything. And that's it. Like you, you have, there are three major suppliers for beef and pork but the real, for the entire nation. Well, I'm not talking about beef and pork. I'm talking about lobster, which is not beef or pork. He said, for example, like beef and pork, there's only three or four suppliers. Equating that lobster tail would only have three or four suppliers. No, lobster tail would probably have far less here in the Midwest. And I'm really just waiting for that idea that this lobster (laughs) tail is just going to get expired. And so please buy this so that we make some money off of it. That's what I'm waiting for. Well, I mean, we we freeze a lot of seafood like that, so it's going to last a lot longer than you think. Uh, They'll get desperate one day. <laughs> this thing isn't going away in no time. So you're seeing sales finally even out a little bit? Yeah. So we had two huge record-breaking weeks, and then that third week was probably half, if not more than half, uh, of what we did the previous week. So we did, like uh, I think it was like 250000 uh, the first week when everything started breaking out, then we did 360,000 the next week, and then we dropped all the way down to like 138. Wow. So for reference, uh, I do have some friends in Illinois, and I've been talking to them about it. And Illinois has been on like their own quarantine regulations. People have been told to stay at homes. And Missouri just got that same kind of order yesterday. So... I guess I'm just a little bit curious as to how you think that's affecting things. Do you think that that's going to be a continuing trend that we will see here in Missouri? Or do you think that as things are dying down, it's also going to die down here in Missouri? You guys are definitely going to have a huge uptick. We've got a a group thread with all the meat managers and our specialists. um, And all the stores were getting rocked this morning uh, as soon as they opened up. So... I'm sure it's going to be one of those things where everyone goes out and panic buys. Um, and I'm, I, I'm not quite sure what your guys' uh, – what the stipulations are. Our quarantine is, is actually pretty lax. Like Shit, when they started talking about quarantines lax, but, and all that kind of ahead. stuff, we got uh, sheets of paper printed off claiming – you know, like stating that we're essential workers. And if we're out during quarantine hours and stuff like that, you know, we're going to the grocery store. But I haven't, I haven't seen people getting pulled over by cops. Most people are, are following the rules pretty well. 
So I think after that initial rush that everyone like wants to freak out about it, things will kind of get back down to normal. You know, grocery stores are still going to be open. People can still go to grocery stores. So, you know, this is just everyone going panic mode and overreacting to what's going on, which, you know, as humans, it's what we do. Right. But in, in all, in all realness here is like, we're, we're not closing. We can't close. And like you guys are talking about, like we still have 90% of all the restaurants and fast food places are open. It's just drive through and curbside pickup delivery. So I, I see a lot of, a lot of places are, you know, doing free deliveries instead of, you know, people have to pay for that. Um, Which even if you're you're listening and you're doing that, please tip your driver 25% because times are wild. Mm -hmm. I'm not a driver. I have been a driver previously in these times. I find I'm okay, but help those people out that are willing to risk themselves so that we can all stay quarantined. And you see a lot too, like they, they even have, um, specific tab like requests that you can click that it's like a, a no contact drop off so they'll come and they'll, they'll send you a text or a, an email saying like hey your food's been dropped off and they'll like leave it on your front patio or you know like if you have like one of those weird houses that has like a little entry foyer they can set it inside your entry foyer yeah they've been uh, doing that know. here too so you know and a lot of people, I don't see, especially in the grocery stores, I don't see a whole lot of people that really, like, really, really have freaked out, at least at, at my store, you know, with social distancing and stuff like that. You get a few people that you can tell are, are trying to stay as clear as possible from people, but they're not overreacting and, and freaking out, um, at least that I've experienced. I've heard a couple of people talk about how someone wouldn't walk down an aisle if someone else was in it. Why so, like, they, anyway. they they asked like our worker who was stocking the shelves, like, Hey, can you leave the aisle so I can come down? Um, well, that's ridiculous. I mean, you know, six feet is the, the government's ruling of social distancing. And if you keep pretty close to that, I get it. But at the same time, like, excuse me, sir, stop doing your job so that I can (laughs) do my shopping. Well, and you know, and, and us as employees, we, uh, you know, if we see someone trying to reach for something or if we need to go stock something, we just wait for them to, to go like to to finish up what they're doing or we'll back away. And it, it's not just for the customers, but for ourselves, too, um, especially with, you know, we've got like 80 people at our stores. So if one of us gets sick with COVID-19, it's very possible that the rest uh, of us will get it. And so then, you know, the, the hip term is the Rona. The Rona. Yeah. The Rona. My mom said this morning. She's like, Alf is calling it the Rona. I was like, hey, mom. <laughs> wow. Hey, you guys should definitely name your girl Rona. Ooh, Ooh. you should. Nah. Rona, Jade. Rona Jade. Rona Jade. Rona Jade. Call her RJ. Pass. RJ. Pass. <laughs> but yeah, and then like we, even behind the scenes, uh, we have a whole lot of stuff that we have to do with everything. Uh, every two hours, we have to disinfect all touch points. So anything that people touch on a regular basis, so like the tops of the counters, all our scales, all our doors, the handles on all the, the trucks and speed racks that we use. I like, And we have a checkoff list that we have to do every day. They've limited the number of people that are allowed in the break room, and we actually just had that drop. It was three people in the break room at once, and they just dropped it to two. Uh, Our manager's office, there's three computers, and at first we could only have two managers in there, and now that dropped to one. Wow. Yeah. So, I mean, like, and they're they're just – 
it, it looks like it's overreacting and freaking out, but it, it's to prevent as much as we can. Um, no, and since... that's like the biggest issue with everything is that it, how can I put this? At a certain point, I thought everyone was overreacting like a month and a half ago. But seeing how things are progressing here in the country, like we're not overreacting by trying to distance ourselves. Like we're just being safe. This is, I mean, these are all statutes that have been used here in St. Louis since like the 19 influenza or 1918 influenza outbreak. So like this is stuff that has been proven to actually work, but making people actually stay inside and be socially responsible. Well, that's un-American. I mean, that's the hard part. Like, getting people to not be so stubborn to... I mean, I get it on both sides of the argument. Like, um, they just closed all St. Louis County uh, parks. Mm -hmm. And a lot of people are angry about that. And I'm kind of... Ours have been closed for two weeks now. Right. And I can kind of see the reason, because people are idiots and standing on top of each other. No, and that's exactly the thing. I think it was last weekend. It was a really nice weekend in, like, uh, Castlewood which is like a huge state park here in St. Louis was packed. Right. And like, I don't know what it is about me. Like as soon as like, if I had gone to Castlewood and I had seen all those cars, I would have left immediately because I'm trying to distance myself. Castlewood is a ginormous park. So like there is the high potential to be able to go there and not see anyone all day. But as soon as you see as many cars as were reported there, I, I, don't understand why people thought that that was okay in this time right now because we're american i guess <laughs> because we do just like want. to be decide to be just directly stubborn and ignorant well like i was saying like i get it on both sides of the argument you can't we we could not as a country be like china where we're forcing people by gunpoint to go inside their homes mm-hmm. or taking people off the streets mm-hmm. Because you would have Americans that are armed and going. Yeah, the Americans no. would come back and be like, "No, I'm going to the park." Especially uh, in Texas. Especially, especially Texas. Texas. <laughs> but I think they actually have a stay inside law currently in place. Uh, they do. Uh, I have an employee. It's that, like uh, it's her like brother the, lives in Dallas, and like I mean, they are on full lockdown mode. It is the very center of America that has been resisting this lockdown. And I think a lot of that changed within the past 48 hours, but I think there are still a lot of, like, I think Nebraska, as far as I know, they still... Well, because no one lives in Nebraska. Well, that's fair. And, like, yeah, Nebraska, Wyoming, where people don't actually exist. Yeah, sure. Like, Wyoming locks down, so you're trapping five people in that state? <laughs> like, like oh, all right, fair. <laughs> you don't talk to people anyway. Like, there's probably not a whole lot of reason for your governor to be like... Hey, stay inside, be safe. I mean, outside of... Don't go see your neighbor 20 miles away. Even in the state of Missouri, outside of St. Louis, uh, Columbia, Jefferson City, Springfield, Joplin, and, say, Kansas City. Kansas City. There's nothing. There's absolutely nothing. I mean, you have little towns that maybe have a population of 1,000 people. Yeah, like Herman. Yeah. So and the same thing for well, Illinois I, too, though. I mean, yes, it's very similar in Illinois, but it, I mean, I think it's a similar. I mean, I think it's inner. Uh, oh. Sorry about all that. Please 
Tim cut out the last minute and a half that I no, was I'm leaving it in there. Um, <laughs> no, it's inter- interesting, and I would like to see the results post-date on smaller townships that only have like a thousand or a couple thousand people in their town on if they actually contract corona. I don't think that they will. I feel like at this point, people from St. Louis are not going to go visit Herman since everything's on lockdown. So I feel like towns like Herman are going to be relatively safe from this whole thing because people aren't coming out of town to go visit Herman. People from St. Louis aren't going to go visit Herman while things are on lockdown. So the small town of Herman can act as they normally would. And that's kind of what I'm saying with the whole state thing. Like if you lock down an entire state and you have all these rural, 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 communities it's not going to affect them because it's really the urban cities where we're sitting on top of each other that's why new york has been decimated because you have people mm-hmm. literally living on top of each other that in the city of new york uh state of new york is technically broke yes that too which mm-hmm. is astounding on a whole other economic standard that i won't get into in this podcast that's true <laughs> <sighs> life is so strange right now it is. And it's just so And strange. like on the last podcast, like I was still definitely like reeling and didn't know what to think about this whole thing because it was all just happening so fast. Now I feel like we've all had a couple weeks to kind of adjust to see what this all actually means and actually kind of get updated. It's true. Well, it's kind of progressed. The virus has spread quite a bit since and also, uh, I mean, I think this is mostly to us listening or talking on the podcast. The listeners won't hear this for another week. But as far as Missouri is concerned, we are about to see an uptick in confirmed cases. That is not because it is actually spreading higher. That is because we're actually getting tested properly in Missouri. So, yeah. yeah. Well, Uh, they got more of the actual test kits in. Exactly. So, like, now that right. we're going to see, like, a higher number of confirmed cases, that is not a reason for anyone to freak out. It means that we're actually testing and confirming things, things right. that were uncertain at a previous point. So the more we see that, it's actually better. And the more we see that, more people are going to stay inside, the lower we're going to keep our death rate, to be honest. So just well, further trying to prevent more rushes on the grocery store right and i don't know like what what your guys is uh in missouri's like the their protocols on getting tested um we have plenty of places here where oh, they do free screening over the phone <laughs> um and what tends to be the most common thing is if you show like they have like some sort of like a, a degree scale so if uh, going from all the way down to like minimal all the way up to like the most probable that you have COVID. If you kind of sit in the middle or on the lower end, they'll just tell you self-quarantine, stay there for 14 days, you know, don't get in contact with other people. In Missouri, uh, until very recently, they would not test you for the virus unless you could confirm that you were actually in contact with someone who had the virus. Mm. Which is hard because they're not testing a whole lot of people. So Yeah, so like, how can you confirm that you've been in contact with someone with the virus if no one's being tested for the virus, actually? So that's, again, why I say mm-hmm. we're about to see a huge uptick in people who are confirmed with these cases. And it's not a cause for an alarm. It's actually a 
should be a cause for a little bit of peace because things are now finally being tracked on this and yeah. this will actually be the first step towards getting to normalcy yeah it's a hell of a time to have allergies i will say that god bless Love you him. i honestly was <laughs> super worried about you the other night i kept hearing you like cough and wheeze yep. and i was like i think tim's dying yep but here allergies. you still are yeah allergies bro yeah. Tim's being taken by the Rona. <laughs> taken by the Rona. What is? I was telling someone else the other day, like I have all the symptoms of it except for the fever. Yeah. Allergies. Yeah, it's my sister too. She has an inhaler. She couldn't afford it for a little bit, and then she just got it. But she's like, I have this like dry cough, but I get it every year. Right. And you know, she has a lot of the similar symptoms, but she was pretty sure that she didn't have it, but she. It was hard because she works directly with like special needs uh, individuals. So she had to sit a couple days out just to make sure that it was related to allergies and not anything else. Yeah. It's hard to say. (laughs) Even my chest feels tight. Like I feel like I have a weight on my chest, but I don't have a fever and I'm not like. I'm actually just sitting on your chest. That too. It's really uncomfortable at night. (laughs) Uh You should get lavender. Lavender? Lavender um, helps with that. And peppermint can help with a headache. Ooh, I didn't know that. Lavender oil. Yeah. Oh, I did hear about lavender. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I know about that. Lavender essential oil mixed with another. Or you uh, could just eat straight lavender. Don't eat it. (laughs) Please don't ingest it. (laughs) What about just straight lavender? Not the the oil, at least. Can you just eat the plant? Yeah. Uh, You can eat the plant, but not the um, essential oil. Actually, just grab a bunch of wood and just have some before you go to sleep at night you'll be fine a wood did you say wood wormwood wormwood yeah you'll only hallucinate for like five cool i'm excited you also could just get really drunk and then you won't even know i mean there's that (laughs) (laughs) oh nicholas he's not sleeping he's actually passed out i'm actually just passed out yeah no, no. I know my anxiety has increased a little oh, since this, too. Oh, for sure. Going so. into work, I knew I was just going to be anxious, and that's part of, partly why I didn't sleep. It's probably good that you guys don't work in my profession, because... My anxiety has increased. For sure. I've been really anxious about everything. So my parents decided for my birthday that they wanted to pay for getting my basement more waterproofed. And the guy came over today to look at it and give them a quote my dad who was in his 70s had to come over too and i'm like dad go home stay inside like stop yeah. <laughs> uh, oh yeah this my birthday i'll be 35 by the time this comes up yay me it'll actually be yesterday yay yay 35 happy birthday thanks thanks i'm not looking forward to turning 35 at all not even a little bit yeah it's just a number it is. I, I turned 30 this year, and I was like, eh, everyone says your 30s are better than their 20s. Your 20s, and I'm like, eh, I think you're lying, but okay. <laughs> I know my 30s have been better than my 20s, but my 20s was a complete disaster. I like it so far. I mean, kind of. It's been awkward <laughs> with the quarantine. I mean, you know, there's just a plague. <laughs> there's just a massive <laughs> plague going on right now. It's fine. Pregnant during the quarantine, which... We're hoping it'll die down, but my friend told me that she's done some research and she said that it might flare up in the fall again. Oh, good. Fall or winter. And I was like, 
Lovely. Uh, well, from Hopefully what we'll I've, a, like, I can see that. Uh, the research time. that I've shown here in Missouri is that we won't actually peak in cases until May 18th was the number that I saw. I did not actually read the article, but it, it was something that we were talking about in the chats at work. Yeah, I haven't read mm-hmm. too much about it, so, honestly. Missouri, we're kind of in the beginning stages of it all. Lovely. Cool. I'm excited. Well, and, and uh, from what I've heard from sources is that uh, the virus does better in colder conditions. So it peaking up again in the fall is, you know, it's going to hit, get warm. And so it's going to kill off a lot of the, the actual virus. But then when it starts getting cold again, they're going to multiply again, which is why they think. And, you know, we won't actually know till we get there. But I've heard from several different sources that they think there's going to be a dip in it during the summer and then peak back up again in the fall. Yeah. Exciting. I just so we should all go. just go to Mexico. Basically. I mean, seriously, my birthday is coming up here in just under a month. My whole plan on my birthday every year is just to go to a patio, get drunk, and just have a good day. I'm hoping I can still do that. Well, and Curtis, you know, the uh, quarantines will be lifted right before your birthday, so everyone's well, going to want to go out. right now. We don't Maybe, know what it's going to look like. unless they get like. extended. Well, yeah, I mean, if it gets I think they will extend it through May, and I think by June, like mid-June, I think they'll let it go. But when I also, yeah. like, I, like, it makes me curious about the whole, if this virus actually spreads better in the winter to see what will happen this summer because I know like everyone is just busting at the seams to get out. And I know that I'm one of those that come like June, if things get lifted, I'm not going to say I'm going to party hard, but damn straight. I'm going to go to a restaurant and bar and I'm just going to get drunk and talk to people and just be around people. Cause I haven't seen people in who knows how, yeah. how long, Tim doesn't count as people. Tim does I, I not don't. count as people. I really don't. <laughs> like, I love them. We live together. We get together quite cohesively. But at the same time, like, I just want to have a random conversation with a random stranger. I don't believe in strangers. And just, like, tear them apart. Which, funny conversation. I did actually get into a bit of an argument with some vegans today. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Good. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, well, they were arguing about how people are not being as active as they should be. And I was like, well, how about you loved your friends? Because a lot of them were talking about how, like, they were literally calling people who eat meat corpse eaters. And I was like, so do you have friends and family that eat meat? And they're like, yeah. I was like, so do you tell them to their face that they're corpse eaters? At which point the thread on Facebook got pulled down. Oh, yep. Yeah. And the end of that conversation was never seen. Oh. I kind of like that corpse eater. I'm going to start adopting that when I eat beef or pork. <laughs> I, I mean, you technically are eating a corpse. Just I mean, not sure, the but like corpse. Well, yeah, it's... the ground up corpse. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, it's like... just like a stimu- like a stipulation on the vegan community, just like. And it's a very hateful attitude to have towards other people. And that was kind of the point that I was coming across of, like, it's not going to be beneficial to call your friends to their faces corpse eaters. It's not promoting the cause. Like, 
And I think everyone here knows, like, I've been trying to cut back on a lot of my meat eating. Right. I reverted a little bit during this pandemic because, well, I've been raised on meat. I know how to keep and store meat. So I have meat stored in the freezer for if things actually get that bad. So it's, how can I put this? I mean, I'm in a circumstance where I'm having to go back on something that I wanted to do simply to survive. And some of the people in that thread were like, you're a terrible person. And I was just like, well, I'd rather survive and rely on eating meat than die myself. Yeah, I don't listen to pieces of shit like that. <laughs> no, and no, that was actually a very interesting point. Because it got to a point they were like, hey, watch these videos. And I was like, you know, I'm always willing to learn. I'll watch these videos and then we'll continue this conversation. At which point they were like, all right, cool. Like understanding like knowledge is power. And by the time I had finished watching the videos and got, hopped back into the chat and got back into the conversation, there were two other people. One of which uh, at least three of the members of this podcast are familiar with, which I, again, found very interesting. Uh, their initials are KV, which I hope is clear enough for a few people here. Mm. But, yeah, like, just... Mm. I know who. Yeah, thank you. I looked at Tim, and he was like, I have no idea who that is. I I have no idea. I don't either. I'm not surprised that Drew is here for you don't know. Nick should know. I feel like Tim should know. Yeah. Yeah, her her dad lived at my house. That's for the one. Life. That's the one. Mm. So but they yeah. were saying they were scolding people for not being active. This person, no, they were scolding people for being like so harsh against people for not calling people corpse eaters. So like they were very on the side of like, do what you have to do right now to survive. Like it's not yeah. ideal. It's not what I would do. I wish I could help, but like take care of yourself first which is like my i mean first she's hardcore vegan but she's also kind of you know actually down to earth exactly uh, well i mean <laughs> in a in that sense no but like actually some like some of the conversations because i actually reached out after the point and, and like was like hey like i appreciate you coming in on the conversation that was really cool and this is good to like connect on um but like yeah, everything that I saw, it seemed a lot more down to earth than what we are all familiar with. I'm fine with being labeled a corpse eater. I really am. No, and because those vegans are just stealing our air supply by eating more plants. So you're eating my food's food. Yeah, you're eating my food's food. Video. <laughs> One of these days when I care enough, I'll actually share all the science behind it. And I'll share all the science behind how meat is not as toxic as everything everyone else says. And I'll show you the science behind who's sharing that science and why they're not trusted. And I'll show you the science why your science is wrong and how it's the same thing. <laughs> so There's going to be a lot of science offs going on here. Because a lot of the vegan organizations are what? Sponsored by... PETA. Yes, so, uh, but... And even uh, the documentaries on Netflix are sponsored by PETA. No, PETA's a total piece of garbage. Yes. But the uh, the flip side of what... And there always has to be a happy Let's not medium. get into this argument now. <laughs> can I make my point? You made your point. Yeah. I just want to make my point, and then we can move on. So the flip side of that information is a lot of those people who are saying that meat is perfectly okay to eat. Uh, a lot of... 
those studies are performed by the same people who that say that smoking is good for you. Well, for sure. But to say that there's absolute that's fact or saying that uh, this is admissible because of that, like meat is now evil, I think it's ridiculous. No, 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 no. I don't think that meat is evil. I'm just saying, like, if as far as scientific studies and academic studies go... And I say they're both wrong. <laughs> I really do. That's I agree with you. And so there <laughs> is some medium... Yeah, there's a healthy medium. You can't... I believe, personally, that you can't... Be strictly plant-based as in you also can't be strictly meat-based mm-hmm. early man didn't have access to crops and ate meat mm-hmm. and we no, survived and like we in, like the problem with your whole argument and it, it not saying that your argument is inherently wrong i'm just saying there's not enough evidence in the modern day science of what staying strictly plant-based does to your body mm-hmm. i mean they can't even agree what is actually healthy for you it's true <laughs> what are you interesting well, maybe we, maybe this is a conversation for, for after for, podcast for, but. For, for i just say, think for, everyone can eat whatever the f- want they need to leave everything. kind of yes like the food pyramid for years and decades that was considered this is how you be healthy mm-hmm. five years yeah. after the fact nope that's actually completely wrong and it's completely unhealthy for you or like the yeah, atkins diet eggs yeah, eggs. Oh, Apparently, it has cholesterol. Don't eat the cholesterol. Oh, wait, it has uh, you know good cholesterol in it. Just back and forth throughout the different philosophies. No, every I one hundred percent hear you. And like, uh, every the, year, exactly. The one thing, um, the one thing that I will say is, um, modern science, like modern science, is actually progressing. So, and that's what actually makes it hard to determine what is actually true right now. Is because mm-hmm. there's a lot of science saying, oh, you're perfectly fine eating bacon every day, which I don't mean to break anyone's heart here, but pork is literally the worst meat for you. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I love pork. It's delicious. I had pork yesterday. So. <sighs> this is what quarantine does to the people. No, what's funny is, like, this is absolutely, like, what quarantining does to people. This is, like, the very civil version of the conversation of what happens in a quarantine. Like, I feel like we are all actually being very civil, and the outside world is just going wild. It's true. Well, this is when you, you know, you're having a conversation with someone that you respect, and so it's a lot easier to... be more understanding and uh when you get into these conversations online uh you don't see people face to face and most of the shit that people say online they would never say to anyone's face no and that was uh part of the point that i brought up in the argument that i came up with earlier i was like do you literally call your friends and family that still consume meat corpse eaters to their faces i'm gonna start using that and it's like no you wouldn't and if you say that you are you're Absolute fucking liar. No, and right. like, I mean, here was the whole idea that I was coming from. It was like, if you do that, then like, how Girls are they staying your friends? <laughs> and if you don't, like, based on the argument or the logical progression of the argument and the thread, it was like, if they don't do that, then they're not doing enough of what they're promoting that we do. Right. 
Good times. Everyone is, I think, a little bit more on edge lately. Um, oh, 100% we are. I certainly am. Right? It, it just... And, like, I mean, I got to say it. I still love all of my friends. We all have different opinions. I still love you. <laughs> if I'm kind of a dick to you, just <laughs> love me <Right>. anyway. <laughs> I've been a real big... Yeah. <laughs> know that I will still show up to help you move. <laughs> Just give me beer. The amount of stuff that I've <laughs> said to my boss over the course of the last couple of weeks is really unlike me because I've been so angry about this whole thing. Yeah. Mm. Right. Um, I think we kind of got into what has life been like for the past couple of weeks with the quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we actually just acted it out for you. I mean, when we much. started yeah. at three, it's almost five now. We've only gone for an uh, hour and 18 minutes. Oh. 16 minutes. I guess we did get started kind of late, but yeah. Yeah, we were pre-talking before the episode. That's true. Pre-talking. Tim told us to shut up. Yeah, it's true. <sighs> um, what is everyone doing to kind of stay sane during the quarantine? Uh, playing a mindless RPG game on my Switch that is from Super Nintendo. Fair. And Nick, you probably don't even have time to stay sane during this time. Um. I mean, you know, I lost my sanity like two weeks ago, but uh, fair, fair. So, thing in the past. (laughs) Let me ask it this way: Aside from working more, has life really changed for you, Nick? No. Uh, Ever since I moved here, I have no friends anyway, so (laughs) I do the same stuff with or without quarantine. So, well, I kind of just meant to like: Has your routine changed at all? You're just working more, right? Like, you still have to go to work. You're still doing the same things. Um, my hours have shifted, um, just due to the way that, um, works trying to, uh, facilitate as best it can for customers. Mm-hmm. Um, we actually have Monday through Friday, um, the first two hours, uh, six to eight, we actually, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday is for the elderly and, right. uh, immune compromised. And then Tuesdays, Thursdays is for, Grocery workers, first responders, police officers. Um, How are you guys actually handling that in store actively? We, uh, you mean like making sure the people who are coming in during those hours actually fit those requirements? Uh, Or just, uh, for that part, we're not actually doing anything. Um, We just hope that people who are coming in actually fall into those categories. Um, No, I mean, but we see, I, I like, I hear you, and I, that's very interesting and i just don't know if that kind of information is getting to the public the reason i say that is like i went to schnooks i don't know what day it was it was the other day and everyone was being super precautious a lot of people wearing scarves and like i was getting a lot of dirty looks just being a standard dude walking around with my own bag gathering my groceries and i was um what is up with this like i'm being I feel as socially responsible as I can be, only picking up what I need, which I needed hand soap, and there was none. Well, Schnooks has oh, only adopted uh, old people from six to seven months, you know, seven days a week. Okay. That's the only thing they have adopted. I was not there then. I'm still sleeping every day of the week at that time. Right. <laughs> um, well, I mean, like, in general, um, like, almost all our customers at this point are wearing some sort of face guard. So either the masks or a bandana, you know, whatever they've got. Um, almost everyone comes in wearing gloves now. 
Uh, uh, workers or patrons? Uh, no, customers. Hmm. They all come in wearing gloves. Uh, some people who don't have latex glove will use, you know, some other type of glove. But like most people are wearing actual just latex gloves. Hmm. Fascinating. Um, and I'm actually kind of surprised uh, that workers haven't been mandatory told to put on face masks but um no one in our store actually wears it as a as an associate um not that if we wanted to we could but none of us do all do the other day and the workers there had this like plastic shield around their cashiers we do have those. That, um, yeah, that has been going up in Missouri. Like, even gas stations, they have a plastic shield around them. Like, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely a little something. I've noticed that yeah. there are a few items on the shelf that I can't quite slide underneath the plastic frame, but we figure it out. <laughs> we scan through the <laughs> plastic frame. Right. Uh, our, our shields are just at the actual register, so we yeah. still have the That's conveyor belt. So you can put your stuff on the conveyor belt. Yeah. Um, that's how it and is it, here. It'll it'll go all the way through, and um, like we also we have, have who... like a spot. Uh, there is a spot on the floor at the grocery store saying, "Hey, wait here until everything is off the conveyor belt." Right. Um, we don't have one that that you know tells people to stay a certain distance away, but uh, or from the actual conveyor or the cashier. But we do have signs all over the place for social distancing six feet mm -hmm. you know right. um before we got all the they actually got us stuff for us to stick on the floors but before we had that we were using tape to you know put x's on all the floors and like this mm -hmm. is six feet this is six feet this is six feet mm -hmm. um high v in town actually made all of their aisles one way i heard of um, stores so they wow. have actual arrows that lead you how you can walk through the store that will take you past every single thing so if you don't need something, well, then you just kind of keep moving on. I think grocery stores need that anyway. Like, honestly. <laughs> yeah. like, that's kind of like all these like, no, like un untold rule of like, well, you go up this aisle yeah, no, and but down like, this I think, aisle. I think <laughs> yeah, like every grocery yeah. store needs that because like there's always that one aisle whenever you're going to the grocery store and you have something you want to pick up. There's a thousand people going every direction in that one aisle people are even trying to go over the shelves like it doesn't even yeah, make sense like they're just climbing <laughs> like they're trying to haul their cart over over it's ridiculous and it's just like what kind all right of grocery shopping are you doing i can't believe Extreme you've never grocery seen shopping. that in a grocery store because <laughs> i'm that person walking all over the place going crap i forgot that that's in the cheese aisle oh crap i forgot no, that like, that's no, in no, the Hispanic wrong. like i'm all over the place too but at the same time like when i look down an aisle and i see Three people going north and three people going south. I'm like, welp. And also, not all of them are moving. They're just stationary, reading the label on the can. Well, and they're I'm not even like aisle. set to the side. They're in the middle, taking up all the space. Yes, yes. That is like, yeah. I feel like the whole like arrows navigating, like, hey, if you want to get a whole shopping experience, that's something grocery stores in general should adopt. And it would just make everyone happier. Or you can kind just... of like IKEA. Where they kind of yes, exactly like IKEA. Let's yeah. IKEA eyes all grocery stores. Or, or you can just say, "Hey, ex excuse me, thank you." you How could, dare you, you want me to socialize with people? I know. You're, you're the one that said, "Hey, I want to talk to strangers." 
<laughs> the grocery the store that... is not meant for socialization. No, not the ones at the Tim. grocery store. That's how you get the Rona. <laughs> I only talk to people at the grocery store <laughs> if I find them attractive. That's wow. the dating world. Wow. That makes sense. Hey, if some old lady people? asked me to get something off the top shelf, I'll help her. Let's not just Are you judge me. To the old ladies. Let's make this see, all right. See, that's what I didn't want. <laughs> no, I am not going out of my way to talk to old ladies. I go out of my way. It's not like that hard. But if an old lady says, "Excuse Whoa. me, young kind sir, can you Curtis, please you help me out grave, with this top show?" No, 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 no. It's Jim's uh, a corpse eater, and Curtis is a grave <laughs> robber. Oh my god. What's, I, That's why I you heard, guys sleep together. No, no, no. I yeah. heard, I heard a good <laughs> phrase with this. What is it? Uh, it's I'm not a cougar, so it's fine. It's not corpse robber. It's uh, it's something close to that though. And I cradle. Uh, no. No, like corpse robber. Like it's corpse eater or grave robber. No, 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 no. Grave robber. Like the whole. I don't remember what the exact phrase was that was used. It was something like grave robber because it was dating older women to get their inheritance oh uh, i know what I you're see. talking about uh, what is that i don't know these things sugar daddy <laughs> no not sugar daddy that's i mean sugar daddies want something oh that's true but <laughs> this is like just to get inheritance <sighs> what is this oh podcast? yep <laughs> What's the phrase, Drew? Well, that was not on the right website. <laughs> oh, did you go to penisland.com? No, no, uh-huh. I didn't. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Delete that search history. Hey, at least your wife was there with you. Yeah, I covered the screen. It's fine. <laughs> Things not to Google. Search for on the internet. I mean, so... Oh, see, that doesn't make sense. So we don't know. Maybe one of the listeners can tell us. <laughs> yeah. If you know the answer, go to betweenalphaomega.com, fill out our contact form, and we'll read it on the air. We did <laughs> get an email. Time. No, it is. We it's called it. or Cradle Snatcher. It's cradle, cradle Snatcher. Cradle Snatcher. Okay. Well, okay, hold on. I don't care. That's the backwards you of what I'm talking about. I was like, okay, a Cradle Snatcher is someone middle-aged or older who has a romantic... Or sexual relationship with a much younger partner. So that's the older person. Yeah, no, huh. what I'm talking about is the reverse. And it's like. Yeah, I know. I don't know what it is. Yeah. And I, I I've heard, heard the, the term day, grave robber being used that well, way. Well, there's a uh, cougar hunter. So those who go. No, it's out, more go along the cougars, lines of grave so robber. Maybe a hunter. And whatever the phrase was, was jailbait? hilarious. No, jailbait's a different thing, too. Jailbait's what. You call like, people who are like underage, yeah, and, underage, and like look like they're of age. Hmm. We'll figure it out eventually. Yeah, it's not really important. I just it. thought it was funny. I wish I had it on the tip of my tongue when I heard it from when I heard it the other. Like you do all the old ladies. Oh, all the old ladies. Uh, Urban Dictionary is saying grave robber. Grave yeah. robber, yeah, grave robber. I think is a good like. I I'll be a grave robber. I'll make these old ladies happy, and they can give me all their money. Old ladies are now in my dating. Well, family. you heard it here, podcast listeners. If you're over Curtis will go eighty for years ladies. old, Ugh. I'll conversate with you. Discriminate. What is I discriminate except for he under sleeps with him, So just remember, uh, <laughs> Drew. Again, <it's> not discriminate. <laughs> 
what has this podcast evolved into? Oh, you knew what you were uh, getting this into. This is the quarantine cast. The quarantine <laughs> cast. Hey, oh, wait till uh, me and Caleb are on the show at the same time. Oh, jeez. It's going to be a lot of penis talk. I haven't even met Caleb or listened to his show with him on it. Do it. From what I hear, I'm like, I will. Yeah, I'll go back and listen. Caleb I listened gonna... to the disclaimer episode, and then I was like, Maybe not the right show for me. I don't know. <laughs> the, <laughs> the one that your husband like is on. Me. Not for it's me. True. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, oh, but um, I heard that Walmart is like limiting the number of people that are going inside now. Yep. Yeah, I've heard. Outside and people. Uh, I don't think Walmart's that. doing it in particular. I think Walmart's being forced to do it. I think a lot of stores oh, are about adopting right. that. Yeah, I know the Walmart, I, I, doing it for Walmart a while. won't do anything unless they're forced to do it. It's true. <laughs> and I think I think they're classifying stores uh, by size. So I think as um, one is as more positive tests start showing up due to the influx of actual tests available, um, I think you'll see slowly even the smaller stores will start getting limited to where they need to be at, but. For now, you know, your big, big chains like Walmart, Meyer, Hy-Vee, you know, things like that that are huge and everywhere that everyone goes to. For sure, the first ones are going to be like that, and it will slowly trickle down to where even like your Fresh Times, your Luckies, um, Trader Joe's. Schnooks and Deerbergs. Schnooks and Deerbergs, you know. Trader Joe's is actually The only problem with that is they're they're not organizing a line outside to where it's six feet. So if everyone's just like clumped together outside, it's... Yeah, I noticed that. And my stepdad actually, he went to Target early the other morning and took pictures of what it was like. And Schnooks is not doing anything in the sort, which I found interesting. We might get sued by Schnooks, but... Sweet. Someone's having an ordeal. That's Nick. That's Nick. Sorry. No, I'm leaving it in. No, that's fine. If Moose gets to stay in, so do the first responders. That's true. Shout out. Right? If you're a first um, responder and want to sponsor this podcast, reach me. I, I think they need sponsoring right now. Uh, the convenience of that is that I literally live right next to a uh, firehouse. So Good. If so, you set yourself on fire. Yeah, so set yourself on fire and you'll be fine. <laughs> Quickest response time ever. Yeah. Knock, knock, knock. I I just find it interesting that all of our lives have been like completely in chaos, but Nick is like, business as usual, go to my store at a certain time. I find that kind of fascinating. Because I feel like I have vacation, but not, and Nick is still forced to go in. I'm not allowed to take vacation right now. (laughs) I bet. Yeah. And I I feel so bad. Like, I, I mean, I personally, I'm not worried if I get sick. I'm not worried to get sick. Um, but I feel bad for my store if somehow I did get sick because oh, yeah. be my fucked. department's fucked. <laughs> right. Hardcore fucked. Yeah. Would you have to shut down the store? Um, so what they do, because um, they did have one of the northern stores had one positive case of COVID-19, but they have uh, a cleaning crew that'll come in and literally disinfect everything where that employee has been so like that actually happened in my office so anywhere where that that person is at so like for me it'd be really bad because i'm all over the store all the time Um, (laughs) touching everything (laughs) 
I think, you know, going into the scan office, the store director's office, um, running through registers, the meat to, whole meat department, the manager's office, the admin office, the freezer receiving. Well, stop licking everything. <laughs> it all tastes so good, though. <laughs> hey, I told you, we're meat masters and we like to fling our meat everywhere, so. It's part of marking our territory, all right? Is that what you do? <laughs> yeah. Okay, perfect. Cool. Um, wow, this has been quite a show. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. One for the books. I feel like we're going to get pretty high ratings. I feel like we've been especially hilarious on this episode. Hopefully. It's, we've been hearing, like, cutting in and out. Hopefully people aren't annoyed by well, that. sound issues. That's a whole other uh, thing. People have to get over that. Yeah. I, I Hopefully I explained it well enough at the beginning, at the top yeah. of the show. Yeah, I think the actual content that was able to make it to our listeners has been yeah. good. It's good. For sure. We'll continue to do this while we're in quarantine. The show will go on, hopefully. Um, we'll try to get Caleb on and his quarantine self eventually. Oh, hey, by the way, uh, sorry to cut you off, Tim, but I want to give a shout-out to Caleb Rude. for shouting me out on last uh, <laughs> month's podcast for friending him on Instagram. Yeah, and seeing his beautiful cats. How are uh, those they cats? are actually quite gorgeous. Um, you should probably post more. Yeah, I think so, too. It was kind of uh, overwhelming to get uh, chosen as a groomsman for his wedding that has now been pushed back. That's oh yeah, really cool. Nice. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we can get Caleb in the Discord as well. I'll have to talk to him about getting one. Any final thoughts that you guys want to deliver? Anything finally you want to say? I got nothing. You got nothing. Nada. Nada. Curtis. I mean, people try. Try to not freak out so much. Pick up a habby. I know that a it's... A habby? <laughs> Pick up a habby? Yeah, habby. Habby? Pick up a habby. Don't be so stressed out about this thing. If you don't come out with an extra skill... What are we anything, coming out with? No, come out of this... <laughs> the closet? Whole quarantine. <laughs> no, come out of the whole quarantine <laughs> without an extra hobby. I'm just saying. Use your free time wisely. If you don't, if you just spend your time watching Netflix, it's okay. This is all very stressful. Find your own way to find your self-centered. Cool. Nick, final thoughts? Um, Just a a shout out to um, all the other uh, essential workers, as they're labeled. Uh, Nurses working crazy overtime and having to take extra, extra, extra precautions. Yeah, God um, bless the medical community right yeah. now. Um, police officers, firefighters, uh, first responders, cops aren't doing other anything. grocery store people, um, you know, just keep up the good work. For those who aren't so lucky from being able to work from home or still being to go into work, uh, I hope things are going good for you and, and you're making by and, um, be nice to your grocery workers because we will spit on your food. <laughs> Dang. Wow. A little extra floor seasoning never hurt anyone. A lot of those unless people, it was in the corona. A lot of those people worked on the food lines in restaurants, so know how to be real savage. <laughs> yep. Jeez. Gross. Be nice to everyone during this time. 
If you're a listener to this podcast, and I know there's quite a few people that do listen to this podcast, hit me up. Let's stay in contact. Let's get you on the show because I know just doing the show and having a group of people to talk to is so relaxing. It's so nice Amen. to just have people around and talk to. One of the saving graces for this little introvert uh, that I am is having the Discord and having people that I can talk to every single day. I've been doing that quite a bit lately, playing video games and whatnot with Mm -hmm. different people and i mean i don't do that but i really would find it interesting to talk to some of our listeners for sure through discord on the podcast it would just be good to get a fresh perspective on what other people are going through right now exactly so reach out to the show uh reach out to me if you have my social media or my phone number or through the website you can actually email us uh through the contact form and just let me know how you're doing. Uh, I would love to hear from people that I haven't heard from in a while, uh, how the show has gotten spread. And now my mom is on Facebook, so she'll know about us. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, wherever you are, whatever you're doing, do know that I love you. I do care about you. I do have you on my brain, thinking about everyone that I know, making sure they're safe and reaching out to people. So thank you for listening. Uh, have a good quarantine. God bless you all. And that's the show. Thank you. Love you. Goodbye. What was that? God bless America. God bless America. God bless Freedom America. for all. World America. Peace. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs>